Welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazed knitters. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. <laughs> Welcome to our story pod, friends. Episode 27, When Was Knitting Not Cool? Off the needles this week, we got Show Us Your Knits and Knitting in the Wild. All right, perfect. Excellent. We actually have something to talk about for Off the Needles. I know. It was been a productive two weeks. Yeah, well, uh, let me tell you, the thing that I had, I was doing it madly, so I would have something to talk about. <laughs> We can't have another podcast. I was like, so I give myself a deadline. I'm like, this is my deadline. My husband's like, why? I'm like, because I need something to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> All right, so on it, you start. All right, so I, it's not off the needles, it's more of off the hook. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so off the hook. Uh, I finished the blanket. Yeah, isn't that terrible? I'm a terrible punter. <laughs> so it was the blanket. The baby blanket. The baby blanket. Yeah, the uh, crocheted ripple blanket. And it is, well, it's not quite, quite done. I'm sort of lying that it's done. But I've just <laughs> got the, the edging to do. Okay. So I'm about halfway done the edging. So okay, another half hour and I'm good. So are you just going around and doing like a single crochet or a double crochet? No, what I'm doing, because, you know, that would just be the simple thing. So what I've done is I looked it up online. Thank you, Google. And thank you, mm-hmm. everybody that blogs about this the kind of stuff. Um, I learned how to do a straight edge on a, cro- on a ripple blanket. So I've oh. single crocheted the straight edges that just, yeah, up the, the long edges, yeah. right? And so the parts that are the ripple, I've learned how to crochet so that ends up straight. Now it's not perfectly straight because I've never done this before. So I was <laughs> sort of like a learning curve, <laughs> but it's not a ripple. It's where you like increase from a single crochet, double, and then triple to yeah, you, fill in the valley. You do two... S- yeah, you do like two singles, two half doubles, mm-hmm. two doubles, some triples, and then two doubles, two half singles, okay. or half doubles, and then a single. And then you just kind of do that the whole way so that it's all filled in. Okay. And then I'm going to single crochet around the whole thing again, make it a little bit of a wider border. Okay, what colors did you choose? Uh, for the border? Yeah. Uh, well, right now it's black, because that'll make everything pop. Make everything. And I don't know about, because I want to do like a couple of black, and then one of another color that I haven't thought of yet. I don't have hmm. it yet. I'll have to go to Michael's and pull out my blanket. Like I, I did that the other day because I was looking for another color for the whole blanket, right? So yeah. I, I was like, I'm just going to bring the whole thing with me. And I'm like, yep. I've got this blanket out in the middle of Michael's and they're all looking at me, you know, like <laughs> holding up different balls of yarn to it. And I'm trying to figure out what's going to look good. <laughs> it was quite, it was quite the experience. So if you saw a crazy person with a blanket at Michael's, that was me. <laughs> and you should have said hi. Yeah. That's like when you go into the bead store, right? And you start yeah. sneaking skeins of yarn out of your purse. Yeah. <laughs> doing the comparison. Oh, I just go in there with like the skeins of yarn in my hand. And I'm oh, like, okay. I need to match this. <laughs> Find me its mate. <laughs> yes. I need something that will either contrast or complement this one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was exciting. I, and I really have to say... I really like the Red Heart acrylic, the soft. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the, it, I don't know, it's the different, it's called soft. Okay. I really like it. it it's beautiful. It's very soft. And <laughs> it lives up to its name. <laughs> it's, that's Thank so you, awesome. Red Heart, for Thank not you, lying. Thank you, Red Heart. I know, acrylic has changed so much. It has. It is not scratchy and it's not squeaky. I know, were, were you at the knitting group when somebody was apologizing for using acrylic? Yeah, I was actually. Oh, uh, I was going to put that on our notes. We should talk about that later. Okay. Anyways, so yeah. that's what I finished. And uh, woohoo! Woo-hoo. Blankets! Yeah. Can you imagine how long it would have taken you to knit that? Oh my god, I'd still be knitting that. <laughs> the first two rows. Yeah. Oh man. I would still be knitting that. 
I've decided if I'm ever going to knit a blanket, which mm-hmm. I have done, uh, not as it's not as prolific as this. Let me tell you, this blanket is huge. <laughs> I showed it to my mom, and she said it was beautiful. She's like, that's one hell of a baby. <laughs> and I said, it's for the big babies. I said, it's just, you know, it's for an everything blanket. <laughs> uh, she's like, okay. And I've knit baby blankets that are baby size, but mm-hmm. I have decided if I'm ever going to knit another blanket, <clears throat> I am going to use, at the very least, Aran weight yarn, if not <sighs> chunky. Yeah, if not super bulky, right? Yeah. To heck with this, like, fingering lace weight. Beautiful, but, man. Unless maybe it's, if it's for me someday, maybe I'll do it in, like, a nice fingering. But that's because it'll be for me. Yeah. And I'll put the effort, like, that level of craziness into that. Because I know I'll take care of it. Care of and it. value it for and what it is, right? And I won't be afraid to use it either. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's too beautiful. I'll be like, yeah, well, I put in, like, a bazillion hours of work. <laughs> I I'm going to use it. use it, yeah. Yeah. So I know I love the sock yarn blankies. Yeah. But those are more like scraps and type of stuff. So you're getting that little, oh, I finished something. Yeah. And that's not necessarily like, I wouldn't do one of that for a deadline. Oh, like for a baby. Yeah, no, no. no. That's more of a, okay, I have some scraps. I'll yeah. work on this for a little bit. And okay. they are, they are really cool. I, I have totally some plans agree. for that. I know. I was, I've been looking at them on Ravelry and going, ooh, baby, or not baby blankets, but sock yarn scrap blankets. Like, yeah. I love those. Yes. They're pretty sweet. So Okay. Okay, so me. So I finished my hitchhiker in the rhubarb pie. Yes, excellent. <laughs> From pie yummy, rhubarb. Pie rhubarb in Yummy Yarn Studios. And I love it. And it's fingering weight, And right? it's fingering yep. weight. And I'm, I love it, but I am so glad I can move on from that now. Yeah. You, you've done your hitchhiker. Yeah, I've got it. Your uh, catharsis, whatever the, it was. <laughs> but I'm definitely ready to do more of them, but I just need a change. Mm-hmm. Because they're so practical for any the wildest skein in your in your closet. Well, that's what's really nice about patterns like that. You know, mm-hmm. they're not complicated, but they make any skein of yarn look good. Absolutely, you could do that in a tonal, like a really subtle tonal, and it would look great. Oh, yeah, it would right. Be beautiful. You could do it in a crazy variegated, and it looks great. Yeah. Right? It just looks great no matter what. And it is a single skein because I have really bad habit, which I'm trying to break, of buying single skeins. So do I. And I think a lot of that, I don't know about for you, but for me that was from inexperience. So I have a lot mm-hmm. of these beautiful skeins, but A, when I bought them, this is how long some of my stash has been around, <laughs> I was a relatively newish knitter, right? And I was like, oh... This is a really expensive skein of, and it was, and it is, it still is an expensive skein of yarn. Like mm-hmm. $25 is not a cheap skein of yarn, Mm-mm. right? And I was like, oh, I can only buy one of them. Yes. And then, then I was like, oh crap. <laughs> when yeah. I got more experience, I was like, that's beautiful. I have the perfect skein of yarn. Oh, never mind. But it, I don't have enough to it make doesn't, a I don't, lot of stuff. I don't have 700 meters to make this beautiful Full shawl. Full shawl, yeah. You know, I can only do a shawl out. I'm like, damn. So... For me, it was a lot of inexperience, but now... Me too. Now and I know better. And I was... I, I do enjoy making socks. So do But I. I'm not in a sock place right now. So when I look at my skeins, especially, you know, when you're spending $25, $30 on a, a skein of amazing yarn, I think, nobody's going to see it on my feet. I want it up by my face where everybody can go, ooh, ooh it's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Did you make it yourself? <laughs> yeah. Where did you buy it? Well, I made it myself. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Martina Bem... You know, two thumbs up. I've done the lefty of hers. Yep. I've done the hitchhiker. I love both of them. Jen has a girl crush. I do. I would probably fangirl all over her something fierce if I got to meet her. 
I'd be like, oh, I've made you patterns. <laughs> Look, I'm wearing them. All of them. <laughs> at one time. <laughs> I'm the crazy cat lady of knitting. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. All right. So show me your knits. What are you working on? Um, so I've picked up the hop wood again, and I'm starting to work in on that. That's so your orange sweater, right? It's the orange sweater with the uh, checkers pattern on it. So mm-hmm. I'm just chugging along on the sleeve for that. <sighs> it was good to take a break. Yeah? I, I'm glad I took a break because I was I was just done. I was so done with that. But it should be ready by next winter. Perfect. <laughs> now, are you a believer that how you're feeling when you work on something can translate into that article? Like, I always hear, like, especially deadline knitting, people are like, oh, God, I can't believe I'm making this. And they're upset about making it. I would rather not knit on a deadline, put it away. Until I'm back to ready to enjoying to use it? Well, I guess. I, I mean, I put myself on a deadline for the blanket, mm-hmm. right? And I oh, find... Oh, come on now. Babies wait for no one. <clears throat> well, yeah. Well, <laughs> baby's not due till, like, the end of June. Okay, well... It was on a deadline for, like, the shower. Okay, perfect. And uh, if I hadn't gotten done, like, it wouldn't have been a huge deal. I was just mm-hmm. going to say well sorry it's not done suck it up (laughs) sorry give her a blanket on a hook yeah like uh here's a picture (laughs) this will eventually be yours but right now it isn't you two can own this yeah but i don't know i don't i don't tend to sometimes i'll knit if i'm in a bad mood just to make myself in a better mood but i don't i don't think it trans i just see it as transforming the way i'm feeling into something beautiful but i mean if you were to continue to work on those sleeves when you were frustrated and angry and so done with them, you would be thinking, "Oh, I hate this sweater. I can't believe it's not done." No, I would no? still wear No, I would still wear it, but I wouldn't wear it for a while. I'd have to let it dissipate into the atmosphere. <laughs> I'd have to get rid of that thought about Sage these it or something. Yeah, these stupid sleeves that take forever. <laughs> what is with you? It's DK weight. Like it's not. I'm not doing a lace weight sweater. <laughs> yeah. But I was so. Sometimes you just have to put it down and walk, walk away. away. I guess maybe because I am a process knitter as opposed to a product knitter. Mm-hmm. Whether I finish something, sometimes I really could care less. Right. You know, so for me, it's the enjoyment of doing it. And if I'm frustrated and angry with it, I'm not going to work on it. Oh, well. Or some people are so desperate to get that finished product. Oh, I am not that person. I may have been known at one point <laughs> to throw my project and the ball of yarn it was attached to and the needles across the room, literally across <laughs> the room. And it was my first lace, um, not lace weight, but it was a fingering weight lace Charlotte mm-hmm. and I I screwed it up and I couldn't <laughs> oh, no. figure out how to fix it and I was so mad and I threw it across the room and I was oh was like there was rage I was raging <laughs> and my husband's like are you okay and I just looked at him he's like never mind I'm gonna go run you a bath he's like I'm all right <laughs> so I put that down because mm-hmm. <clears throat> raging wasn't fixing my problem. Like, I was at the point where I just wanted to cut it up into a million small oh, pieces. Oh, my goodness. But I knew that I would regret that. Like, I still had a, <laughs> I still had some self-control, and I knew that that was not the right idea. <laughs> so I didn't. Thank God, because it looks good now. But I was I was just ready to... Ooh. Oh, it, oh, I was ready to cut that thing into a million pieces. <laughs> Yep. Yes. So I felt I have felt knitting rage, people. <laughs> if you have felt knitting rage and you felt bad about it, don't. I have also felt it. See, and I've 
I've never gotten that angry at something. I was just, I was frustrated at myself. Not the pattern, not mm-hmm. the yarn, but myself. Because I had screwed it up somehow, and then I couldn't figure out how I was going to fix it. And I tried fixing it, and it made it worse. <laughs> and I didn't want to rip back, like, ten rows, because I didn't screwed up the row before. Right? Okay. I screwed it up in such a way that I only noticed it ten rows later. Ooh. And it was my first lacy shawl, right? And I was just all like, ooh, it's so beautiful. And then I was like, this is terrible. And it was like... A different side. It was like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. I was just like, what the hell? (laughs) Actually, I have been that frustrated. I was mad. Like, (laughs) It was the one where I was reading the pattern, and I thought it was no stitches. Oh, yeah. And it was actually a pearl stitch, and I was getting pretty frustrated, but not to the point where I threw it. But I was very displeased. Displeased. No, I was just just ready to... But when I get angry, I'm I'm a simmer person. I w- well, see, that's the problem. So am I. I had simmered to the point of boiling over. <laughs> you know, I had simmered. I was like, oh, I screwed up. Okay, I'll, you know, I'll try to fix this. I'll try to fix it. I'll try. I can't fix it. I did fix it, by the way. I didn't have to. I didn't have to rip out ten, ten rows. rows. No, I, I faked it. Fake it till I, you make it. I can still tell where the mistake is, and only one person has ever pointed out the mistake to me. Perfect. Yeah. Then it wasn't that big of a mistake. No. Perfect. No, because your people are smart and they don't. They're not like, oh, you screwed it up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I have two needles in my hand, <laughs> and really, pointy, and I'm frustrated. <laughs> yeah, really, you shouldn't say anything. Thanks. <laughs> so I started. What? I cast on the Trillion by Martina Bem. Yep. Because I bought her package of patterns. Excellent. And it is, it is a really cool pattern. Is like, it? I bet you by the third row I figured out the pattern and then I don't have to look at the, the pattern. The logic anymore. to it? Yep. Yeah. It's, awesome. That's what I love about it is it's so logical that for me, like, I don't have to look at the pattern all the time, whereas another project I'm working on, yes. Yes. Well, so, and sometimes it's good to have a pattern that you have to look on. Like, if mm-hmm. it's if it's complicated, because those patterns can also be beautiful. They More can. time consuming. Yeah. You know, but I like the way they look and I, I don't know. I can't. If it's a lace section, like, I can't do a 17 lace repeat in my, oh my head. Goodness. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm lucky if I can make it through one row without having to look at the pattern 500 times. Yeah. So. So, Trillian, I definitely recommend people give it a try if 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 they want to try simple lace. Or for me, like, I've got a lot of stuff going on in my life right now where I just need to be able to pick up something and work on it and feel satisfied that I am achieving my something. goals. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where I... De-stress. Um, yes, actually, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Martina Bems, you, your patterns are a de-stress for me. If you ever come to Calgary, you can stay at Jen's house. Yes, we could. We could be pattern friends. <laughs> yes, we. Could, <laughs> you can look at your yarn stash, even. <laughs> so, what are you doing it in? I'm one? doing that in Heritage Silk Paints, and the color, the colorway is like a number. Okay. So the best way to describe like? it is, it's got black, two shades of gray, and red. Oh, yeah, I look at that and I think two things. I either think gothic or a Victorian vampire. Like, that's what the that's what that color reminds me of. Yes, I would say Victorian vampire because the shades of gray in it yeah. are absolutely beautiful. And I mean, I don't mean that in, like, a like a negative way. But no, but absolutely. Think of a well-done vampire movie, if you like those. Uh, sort of like, it reminds me of um, the one with Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, and Tom Cruise. Interview, Interview with, with a Vampire. vampire. Absolutely. That's, that's sort of what that skein reminds me of. Yeah. It's sort of that kind of genre. I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> it's it's beautiful. And I love it. 
it's it's so soft because of the silk. So yay, yay! I love <clears> and it's silk. and it's mass produced, so it's not super expensive to buy that. That's true, and I mean I love hand dyed things, mm-hmm. but there is more effort by the hand dyer, and they're usually smaller batches, so it's yeah. more expensive. And, and I it's love not it. readily available, like to our listeners even. No. It's, I can't say to you, you know, go down to your LYS and pick up such and yeah. such if it's a personal one, you know, yeah. one of a kind. Yeah, but so, but yeah, which is nice about knitting things in commercial, I guess, is mm-hmm. the right word, commercial yarn. And I mean, most people would be able to find heritage silk in there. If you live in a large city, you'll probably find it at one of your... LYSs. If not, I'm sure you can order it online from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's the nice thing about commercial yarn. Mm. What else I, are you working on? Uh, oh, I'm doing the Anthe. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce it. By H- Hilary Smith Callis. She's okay. also the lady that did the, uh, she designed the Citron. Just Ooh. thought I'd throw that out there. Anyways, it's a nitty pattern. It was mm-hmm. the, in the latest nitty. And I'm doing that in the pink color that was supposed to be my Via Hante <laughs> by Martina Bem. That didn't work out. But it's looking way better as an anthe. Not that I have really? much of it done. I only have, like, two inches. <laughs> but enough of it done where you get a feeling that it's going to be beautiful. It's going to look good on me. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the right shade of pink, and it's going to look good. So, yay. Yay. Is it a free pattern? Or? Oh, nitty, yeah, right? it's nitty. Awesome. Nitty. Now, I love nitty, and mm-hmm. I have zero complaints about the patterns that nitty puts out. Sometimes I don't like them. Hey, man, that's okay. That's, that's, that's taste, right? That's taste, right? And I, uh, Whatever, it's fine. But the one thing that sort of drives me crazy and I understand where they're coming from and why they don't do it but it still drives me crazy and I'm still gonna say something about it you invent all right um I really wish you could download the pattern Mm. into a pdf Mm -hmm. you know instead of always either having to print it or having to have it online okay right like I just do you want to know my trick to get around that okay and I think Jody from knit group told me how to do it because I was Driving. expressing the same concerns yeah what if you have a tablet or okay. an iphone or any type of thing you can do a print screen and it oh. saves it as a picture beautiful see aha i'm glad i complained about it <laughs> now we've all been told the secret mm-hmm. that's that's perfect because i i don't always want to be online and i don't, or you don't print, have access right or i don't have access or and camping I, and i don't want to print everything out mm-hmm. right that's a big paper waster yeah you know, like, oh, I'm going to print this once. Ooh. And the majority of the times you're going to have your phone or some electronic device with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so perfect. Yeah, on the iP- or iPad and I think um, any iPhone products, you press the thumb button mm-hmm. and the top button and it goes blink and it takes a picture and it starts oh, in so your you pictures. Sc- so you screen capture it. Yeah. That's perfect. And then you can zoom into whatever you need. That is perfect. That is a good idea. Mm. So give it a try, people. And if you don't have that function on whatever tablet you have for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just thought about this. So you can do it on your regular computer, save it as a picture, and then just transfer it or as a picture it file. Email to yourself or whatever. Yeah, email it to yourself to your tablet mm-hmm. and then open it as a picture file on your tablet. Mm-hmm. And then you have it on your tablet and you don't need to worry about how am I going to screen capture my tablet? I don't know how to do that. Yeah, and I'm always worried, like, if I print something... It's never a guarantee that I'm going to remember to take it wherever I go. Right. You know, or you lose a page. Mm-hmm. The page that you're usually working on. <laughs> Not that that's ever happened. No, no. So that's good. See, good tip. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that so that I can work on my auntie anywhere I go. Yay! Yay! So the other one I started working on this week in regards to the uh, having to read every every pattern row yep. is I dive back into my work in process bin. Right. 
And I can't even remember when I cast this on, but I'm doing the storm warning again. It was, it was like in the summer, I think. Uh, early fall, a minimum. Yeah. yeah, I think it was last summer because I've been looking at it and it's been sending me the guilt yeah. for a while. Like, yeah. I'm so beautiful, you should work on me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, when I cast off the, uh, the Hitchhiker... I totally dived back into it, and I love it again. Perfect. Well, see, sometimes it just takes... Mm-hmm. You just need to have a little break just to, you know, yeah. just a little break just to rekindle the romance. Yeah, and it's uh, like I think to myself as I'm working on it, I don't know why I put this down, but it it is a pattern that I do need to look at the pattern all yeah. the time, right? So it's, it's not as relaxing for me. It's nice if the house is quiet right. or I have some quiet time and yeah. it's beads. So I find bead projects a little less portable. Yeah, they can be. Because I'm not one to string all my beads onto my oh, yarn. Oh, no. No. Psh, no. So I've got my tiny... I like, can barely count to three. <laughs> my microscopic crochet hook. And then wherever I go, I have to, you know, dole out a couple beads. And yeah. I, I have had an incident where I've spilt the bottle. and Yeah. Well, yeah. I find to get around that is mm-hmm. I have... I have two little bead containers that I bought at the dollar store and then I so I put all my beads in one and it has a screw on lid Mm -hmm. and then I have I just use the lid from the other one so then I unscrew the lid put I don't know four or five depends on how many beads I need per row onto the lid screw it back on and then even if the table upsets I'm only losing like 10 beads excellent you know and I'm not losing the entire jar Mm -hmm. and I only found out that this was the better method after losing an entire jar of beads to my carpet. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Ooh. And my vacuum cleaner. Because <laughs> I looked for as many as I could. And yeah. There's only so much you can do. <laughs> then so, you just have you use your next bottle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I totally recommend the Storm Warning to People by Liz York. Or sorry, Liz Cork. I'm not a person... That like chalets that are very deep. Mm-hmm. I'm not very tall, so they kind of tend to look a little bulky on me if if the the point is too deep. Right. Yeah. And on hers, it's only an increase where lots of patterns are an increase every knit row, let's say. Yeah. So every and, two rows. Yeah, and hers are every four rows. Oh, that's so pretty good. It's like a nice gentle nice arc. And, it's perfect. Nice and shallow, like a like a gentle crescent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So working on anything else? Um, nope. Just the, well. No, not really. I've had the the urge to <laughs> cast something else on, but I've got a lot that I have cast on that I'm not working on. So I'm trying but to that you want to work on. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I want to work on okay. that I have cast on. So maybe maybe this will change by next time we <laughs> we uh, you know record. But we'll see how it goes. Because we're nothing if not fickle. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing if not fickle. All right. So knitting in the wild. This is all you. This is all me. So I'll start out with. So I'm back in class doing my schooling there, and by the time I get off work, I have an hour and a half before my class starts. So yeah. I decided, in Calgary, there's something called Plus 15s. Right. So if, if you work in the downtown core, a lot of the major skyscrapers or very large office buildings are all connected by something called a Plus 15, and I believe it's called a Plus 15 because it's 15 feet off the ground. I think that's originally... I don't know that they're all... 15 feet? I think that was the original. The intent. So, yeah, the intent. Whereas some cities, they've connected their... City, under, city underground. underground. which Calgary has done it above ground. And thankfully, it's done that way because it is very cold in Calgary. And you can go to a lot of 
different buildings and it's full yes. of food courts and shopping and all that stuff. I think I think I've linked in the show notes a map of the plus fifteen oh, so you can actually look at the downtown Calgary and see all the When I first moved to Calgary I was a teenager and I got lost in the plus fifteens. <laughs> I couldn't find my way back. <laughs> it was horrible. I ended up like I was trying to take the bus home but I couldn't figure out where I was going. It was terrible. Oh no. <laughs> And and some of them you can't like you can see outside but you can't get landmarks because the yeah. buildings are so tall. Yeah, but it's it's awesome. So anyway, so I went down between you know getting off work and jumping on the train to get to school and just sat in the plus fifteens. They've got you know coffee bars and seating and just yeah. sat there and knit and it was it was beautiful because it was quiet. Yeah, I got a lot of strange looks, but that's okay. That's all right. We're used to that. <laughs> yeah. So. Get out there and knit in public, people. Yes. I think Knit in Public Day is coming up in a couple months. I think it's in June. Yeah. Pretty sure we'll have to remind you all. As it gets closer. Yes. All right. So the other thing that I've got for Knitting in the Wild is uh, a friend of ours over at Devonshire Knots had posted an article on their blog, and we'll link it, uh, called Apparently Knitting is Popular. Yeah. Well, I don't... When was it not? <laughs> well, that was her her yeah, point. Was, when, when was what knitting, do you mean? It, it wasn't popular? When was knitting not cool? That's like <laughs> the, the title of our episode. I know. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It was interesting because she had made a comment that it, it may be now popular because popular people are doing it again. Whatever. I'm popular. Yes. I'm just not famous. <laughs> and then the famous people are doing it. Yeah. So basically, we've paved the way for them to do this. I would like Absolutely. to, you know, and not me like we, but the royal we of knitters everywhere. Yeah. Have made it popular. I would, I would like to know. This is sort of an idle thing. I would, I'd be interested to know if any of the famous people that knit have Ravelry accounts. Right, like in, like incognito Ravelry accounts. Ooh, they could be like trolling on their own like fan groups. And yeah, be like, Ooh, what are people saying I, about? I me? would totally do that <laughs> if I was a super famous person. I would totally do that, right? But like, no, for real. I mean, I don't expect them to be like, hey, I'm Miss Famous Blah Blah, because then they're gonna get all sorts of. Well, clips. like Vanna, is it Vanna White that yep. does all the Lion Brand stuff? Yep. You know, like, does she have a a Ravelry account that she? I mean incognito and I don't suggest that we all start stalking people because that's not cool mm-hmm. but it would just be sort of an interesting thing to know about famous people I guess it depends on who you deem as famous it would have to go circle by circle because I was fortunate enough to meet the yarn harlot when I was in Sock yeah. Summit and she I may does. have slightly embarrassed myself in fangirling and I apologize to you stephanie pearl mcphee for touching you and giving you a hug when i think you were probably not suspecting it (laughs) yeah (laughs) don't stalk people yeah yeah maybe approach people and say can i give you a hug instead of being like oh my (laughs) yeah maybe yeah oh well hindsight's 2020 yeah but if you consider in the knitting community she's a superstar right she is she is a super knitting celebrity i was thinking more like the celebrities that you don't associate with knitting. Like, uh, who's who's a famous person? Like, someone in Hollywood. Who's Marilyn a f- Monroe was... Yeah, well, she doesn't have a Ravelry account. No, but I'm saying, but somebody <laughs> yeah. that you would think she's so famous, but they've yeah. got pictures of her sitting Ex- there knitting, Exactly. Right? Like, people like that. <gasps> Katie Seagal from... Okay, Katie Seagal. There you go. That's a great... You know, I wonder if Katie Seagal has a Ravelry account. 
That would be awesome. You know, like an incognito one. Yeah. Not that she's going to be like, I'm Katie Seagal on Ravelry. Because <laughs> then you'd never, like, you'd have messages in your inbox, like, every day. Yeah. You know, and I wouldn't want that as a super famous person. I That's probably annoying. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. I like getting messages, but mm-hmm. I don't have 500 a day. Yes. I wish I did. Sometimes. That would be cool. But, you know... I don't. I ha- I'm like, ooh, a message. Yes. <laughs> Somebody likes me. <laughs> so send me messages. I am not a super celebrity. So yeah. you can just send me as many messages as you want. So don't but, hesitate to send Jen and Lex messages. No. But I mean, like, as a super celebrity, like, you're, you know, how many messages can you re- realistically yeah, answer it, a day? Would, you'd have to manage. It's I can imagine that Stephanie Promofi has yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, but it would be super cool to you know just sort of know if they even have one. Not we. I don't need to know what it is. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to stalk you on Ravelry. But if you're a famous person, a celebrity, and you're listening to this, and you have a Ravelry account, that would be cool. That would be cool. You should just tweet it or something. I have a Ravelry account. Yes, but you definitely don't need to tell us who you are. Oh, no, you don't need to tell us who you are unless you want to, and that's also cool. <laughs> but, but you know, like just sort of. But mind you, look at Ravelry, right? What would we just see? Four million. Four million people. So obviously it's popular. Mm hmm. I mean, four I million I, people. I remember breaking a million. And yep. it was like, I can't believe there's a million knitters out there. Yeah. Well, fiber people, right? Not everybody's no. knitting. Yeah, some are crocheting, some are weaving. weaving. And that's, that's super cool, too. Yep. Some are just designing and hey, whatever. Whatever floats your boat, man. But yeah, it would just mm. be interesting. I think that kind of thing would be interesting to know. Not that that's ever in a celebrity interview. You know, you never see, like, someone, like, who does a lot of celebrity interviews in Hollywood. Um, well, it used to be David Letterman, not anymore, right? No, not anymore. But, like, if you took, um, I don't know, anyone. Like, the View. Let's the say view, the View, right? Like, they're not going to be like, oh, so I hear you knit. Oh, yeah, I knit. Oh, do you have a Ravelry account? Like, that's just <laughs> not a question that happens. <laughs> Have you heard of Ravelry? <laughs> Maybe I should just start n- interviewing celebrities. Be like, have you heard of Ravelry? Do you have a Ravelry account? You do. That's sweet. <gasps> yes. If we ever bump into famous people, let's ask them. Oh, I totally will. Do you knit? Yes or no? <laughs> and then based on that, do you do- have a Ravelry account? You don't need to tell me what it is. No. I just want to know if you do. Because that would be cool. Like, So I thought that that would be just a neat thing to know. We'll definitely do it. Yeah. If we run into any famous people. Absolutely. So, the one thing we wanted to touch base on is just to remind people that uh, Old's Fiber Week is coming up again this summer. Right, right. June 23rd to 27th at Old's College in, in the towns of Old's. <laughs> in Old's, Alberta. In Old's, Alberta. How many times can we say Old's in a sentence? <laughs> More. So, they've changed it this year. They're only having the marketplace on the Sunday and then running into the week. So, I think Alex and I are going to try our best to, to make it out there this Sunday because yes. it's... It's fun to be around our people. We will try our best. And, you know, if anybody wants to meet up, just putting it out there. Yep. Hey, we're, we're, we're willing to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, PM us. We'll, or uh, maybe we'll just say what time we're there if we get yeah. closer. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We're kind of lazy like that. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully this year that's, there won't be like, massive floods. That's like two months away. That's a long time to plan, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It, two mu- if we're averaging a podcast every two weeks, that's four podcasts away? Yeah. Sweet. That's not too long. That's actually. not too long. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, so come and try. Come out to Olds. We'll be there. Perfect. All right. So we're at the end. So please join us on our knitting blog at knittingastory.wordpress.com. You'll find our show notes there. Uh, Facebook at Knitting a Story and Ravelry at Knitting a Story Podcast. I'm Jen's account J E N N S A C C O U N T, and I'm beloved of Bast, and I'll spell it out again: B E L O V E D O F B A S T. 
Do you think we're at the point now where we don't have to spell our things? Uh, oh, no. We're the moderators. <laughs> yeah, we're the moderators of that of the podcast. So when you see it, you can just be like, oh, yeah, that's that's, that's just at us. Yes, add us as friends. Join our group, you mm-hmm. know. Got any questions? Send Got us any suggestions? Or you're like, oh, I'd really like to know what you think about blah, 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 yeah. blah. And jo- friend us, and we can friend you, and then we can continue to creep on your project pages. Which I love doing. Oh, my God. You guys have some great taste. Yes, and very good projects. Yes. All right, so we'll Yay. see you guys in two weeks. Have a good one.